Hello, and welcome back to another exciting, or if you're Ched Fleek or Daniel, boring uh, episode of The Alchemist Club. Uh, I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master. Um, Joining me here today we have... Hey, Rob, play that out Ched Fleek. Okay, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Adam, I play Leyland. Waffle playing Tarjux Heiko. We do have a fan letter today. Oh boy. We, I know. It's a patches letter, even. Oh boy. Yeah. Buckle up. Um, Quick. So, patches here. Just a couple little tidbits and questions from me today. Z Dog, your hair looks fantastic. I assume that's for Zach. <laughs> okay, um, thanks. Appreciate it. Ched, you are dead to me. Let's just say you Tokyo drifted out of my heart. <laughs> At the start of this game, Falrock has an accent. Nobody else opted to go this route, which yep. is fine. But does anyone else have a headcanon on if their character has an accent? We obviously know that Falrock does. Hmm. Um. I it doesn't come up a lot, but like, I imagine Tarjax would have like a, a slightly rural accent because he did grow up in the sticks. And it uh, it probably doesn't come through as much because he's so much had so much like actor training and like elocution classes and things like that. But I, I imagine maybe maybe it's particularly when he's like tired or upset or something. There's like a little bit of a Juxian twang. Uh-huh. I don't know what that would correspond to in real life. It feels lazy to just say he's got a little bit of a southern drawl, but that no. is what comes to mind. Uh, well, a, a Juxian twang is like a thick glaswegian accent oh god chance is a little hard to describe um but it's more or less just as a consequence of having a beak and not being able to pronounce like words that begin with th or have th in them or you know s's they sound a little stiff like you're not moving your lips at all because he does not have them um coincidentally cannot whistle unless you count the high-pitched um screeching that comes from the back of his throat um sounds a little bit like a whistle at lower volumes it's more like um, a tea kettle yeah, it's it's ineffable really you can't really describe it you can't really you can't really place it and he's from another continent so it's like everybody's like are you an alien so i just imagine the one time ched tries to whistle to get our attention he just goes ee, ee. we're like ched what are you doing what is wrong with you? see i i have a different head on the well <laughs> Which is that Ched permanently uses one of his like bonus extra feature wild shape things to apply oh. a pair of lips somewhere on his uh-huh. person that he, he can then use. <laughs> so when he does words that require the use of lips, there's like a slight time delay from the one mouth making the sound and then the rest of the word following. It's disgusting. No, actually the <laughs> mouth is inside his beak. Oh, oh he's okay. like a xenomorph. He just, he just opens up the beak, and you hear him talking from out of it, but you don't see his mouth moving at all. <laughs> because it's inside his mouth. God. Great. All his lines are just ADR'd over. <laughs> or his, his uh, he just forms lips at the the back of his throat. That's yeah. it. Just, uh-huh. Uh, awful. Uh, <laughs> d- d- uh, Matt, does Leyland have an accent? Yeah, yeah. So the way I was thinking about it is that he definitely doesn't sound like what you would typically think like an 
elf would sound like. Like, definitely not like what Regal or, you know, like just like that. Bosh more... Atlantic. Yes. Because he wasn't raised by elves and he grew up and he lived in the Edgelands for so long. So, and more with humans. So, whatever, I don't know what the. What what most in the Edgelands would sound like, but he just would not sound like an elf that you would encounter in um, the other regions where you would find elves. New right. Jersey, right? New Jersey accent for Leyland. Uh, does Desmond have an accent, or is it just like yo ho, our pirate? Desmond does the weird thing where he mimics other people's accent. Okay, that's 100% right. in character and canon. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've also got a, a completely unsolicited uh, add to that. Last Tuesday, I had a dream that I moved to Australia, and I was trying to figure out when the appropriate time was to have like develop an Australian accent. Oh, <laughs> interesting question. Amazing. Like, when do I start tastefully picking up the dialect, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, th- I I my my guess would be like you have to have lived there for a year, and then it's okay. Exactly as a year. I think. I feel like it kind of comes as a consequence of as you start <clears throat> using the slang, uh-huh. you pronounce the slang the way they do because it's like new and bizarre words, right. and then okay. the slang phenomes phonemes. I think it's phonemes starts to like migrate into your other speech. Yes. Uh, so, there's that question answered. Um, Patches continues. Is time passing at the same speed in the game as in real life? I recall Chad saying he was like 8 now or something like that, but wasn't sure if this was accurate. How much game time has passed since episode 1? Um... Maybe a year, I think? I thought I said I was like 5. It's it's been more than a year. I don't think it's been more than 2 years. I have not been keeping track in the slightest. Uh-huh. Um, well, now that we don't have to track Fall Rock's wedding, we have no temporal. Yeah, you're anger. right. Oh man, yeah. we've, got, we've got no like. I haven't been keeping track of the days since it was canceled. Yeah, oh. that, so, that would just even, be pathetic and sad. What season is it? What 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 is everybody's birth season? We got to harvest moon this up. We got to put the little sticker on the calendar. Chad's a spring chicken. You so. get oh, double right. friendship points when you give him a present that day. Arakakra, um, they have a very specific mating season. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, Tarjux was born at the height of monsoon season, whenever that is. Monsoon? Mm. Monsoon. Yeah. What What plane? The <laughs> Jux. Oh. Didn't, didn't know they had monsoons and Jux. Yes. They don't. <laughs> windy season yeah um uh, the height of hurricane season so i guess that's spring so to answer your question patches uh my my estimates and if somebody were to like go back and count all of the time spent traveling etc you might be able to provide a more accurate answer i'm gonna say it's been about two years give or take uh joe did you have to go back and listen to toady's voice before doing uh last week's episode the 200th episode uh behind the curtain i absolutely 100 percent went back and listened to the 100th episode before we did the 200th (laughs) 
because mm-hmm. I'm I'm hot garbage at that for everything else, but heck if I'm not going to make sure that Toadie is the one consistent character in this campaign. <laughs> Toadie's <Yeah>. special. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Only comes up every 100 episodes, apparently. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone leveled up, but I just realized I don't know what level you're at now. Is it 13? 13. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and then, Desmond, can I be the first person to ride on your bottle ship with you? I don't see why well, not. Apparently, because we're never going to get to fucking do it. <laughs> every time there's an opportunity for us to ride the bottle ship, it's like, uh, bottle ship's at home. Yeah. <laughs> That may change. I was about to say we, we've got the we've got angry Desmond back again. Yeah, so. you don't have him back yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> back on the continent. And yes, I'm... exactly. In 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 his own head and heart. So, <laughs> on that note, uh, that is all of Patches' questions. Thank you for writing, Patches. Uh, please do so again. Who wants to recap what happened last time? Well, Desmond wasn't happy about what we did. I mean, big shock. Desmond made made that decision himself. He was the one who ate the the pollen ball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, Desmond that, that was is true. mad. We brought up his yeah. kid, which is a sensitive spot. Yep. Mm. And uh, flushed himself to the orphanage, and is presumably went on some kind of Goonies style road trip adventure. Um. And then we we had a heart to heart across text. I I poured out my feelings. I explained to Desmond that he is an important part of the crew and he doesn't have to be perfect. He just has to be with us. And then we agreed to meet up and uh, like the Shoney's yeah. parking lot. Little yeah. little less like <laughs> Goonies Some journey or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pirates, I only said unquote. Goonies because pirate ship. Yeah, you know, I'm saying do less like Goonies and more like Homeward Bound. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, kids. Uh, hey, millennials. Y'all remember Homeward Bound? Oh, I remember. <laughs> they I made remember. they made three of those. Oh, no, well, they didn't. I'll only ever remember <laughs> the one that I watched, which was the first one. Uh huh. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Homeward bound. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, we are in transit. We're flying. We're just hanging out on the tree ship. Yep. We're going to uh, the Temple of Aquila on a port of the Eversea. Yes. Yes. Desmond. Oh, and also the... Uh... The Tower of Jux is apparently the uh, the Valor attack on that is the Valor of Jux is about to be attacked by the gnomes and they've asked us to rendezvous with them as well. So we've got that um, waypoint also like you know yeah. just dinging in our ears as we chase Desmond across the continent. So. And I think as we are, because it's going to take us several days to get to the Eversea, right? A little bit, yeah. It's okay. it's going to take you, I think I said two days. Yeah, that, okay, mm-hmm. that works. Um, can I be using 
most or all of this time in meditative study of the enemy. That depends uh, entirely what you mean by that. <laughs> I assume it's got is, something to do with listening to them. Yes. Um, what this means is that as we draw closer here, it's finally dawning on Tarajux that the fight against the Valor of Jux is imminent. And this is something that he has been preparing for in one way or another for the better part of his life. And so um, he's glad that we're on the way to save Desmond, but uh, the mission has become priority. And so uh, several pancake meals are skipped and uh, you know, several, several times he uh, abruptly stands up and relinquishes the navigation controls to Fall Rock and retreats to the topmost uh, branch spires of Teliferous to listen at the wind and try to get get a, any kind of tactical advantage we can on the Juxian High Command because um, he knows some names, he knows some voices, he knows some faces. There are people in the command structure that he would know to listen for and is going to begin trying to kind of feel his way up through the structure over the next couple of days and see if there's any signs that they know what's coming or that they're preparing for anything or there are new countermeasures, anything that might give us even the slightest edge on what is to be his final and fateful showdown with Alabaster Ravenwood. Um, okay. I, I will say that... Um... You can't really... Like, you can hear the Valor of Jux if you listen for sure. it. But you can't hear inside. There's okay. there's too much noise from the engines and the elementals imprisoned within the, the casing yeah, yeah. of the structure. So all you get is just, like, static and... Streaking. Exactly. Um, okay. There... You are over. You are able to overhear things from, like military advisors. Occasionally, you can pick out Alabaster Ravenwood's voice, um, mm-hmm. talking about just status updates. But it doesn't sound like they're planning any kind of big operations. The Valor of Jux appears to be stationed over the capital city for the time being. Okay, um, there's no mobilization or anything. Yeah, or... they they okay. don't appear to have any, like, there's no suspicion of anything happening, and they're not, you know, doing any maneuvers at most. Um, there, you know, a couple of people have been talking about, like, um, a parade patrol kind of going out over the major cities in Jux outside of the capital and just, like, flying over them to show everybody that the Valley yeah. of Jux is still really cool, and here it is, look at it. <laughs> Okay. Um, the last person I would like to check in on, if I can sift their voice out of the the endless clamor, is mm. Irene Eldrin, uh, my former comrade. I want to I want to try to determine if she's still in Jux or uh, you know if she's moved somewhere else or what she's up to. She, you are able to pick her out. It takes you a while to find her. Um, she is out at the gliding core training camp, uh, kind of on the edge of the continent. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. 
that's a problem. But we will deal with that later. Uh, that's all <laughs> as, I have you, now. as you come out of one of these trances, Leolin is just watching you like head popped <laughs> out of a shadow. <laughs> I okay. How's it it's, going there? Just kind of put a hand on top of Leyland's head and just kind of try to push it back into the shadow. We're going good, actually. Um, things are going better than I expected. I think I got a good feeling about this. Well, do we have a plan besides full-on frontal assaults of this? I'm sure the uh, the gnomes probably do. So, but do do you have a plan? Yes, I do. Because we didn't have a plan for for the last thing, and. We clearly didn't know what we were expecting. We went in, and that didn't end well for the most part with uh, the Food Church Fortress. And I'm sure the yes. Valor is going to have, especially this with those time. Elements. This time we have two objectives, and it's very straightforward. We save the elementals. We destroy Ravenwood. Everything else can be figured out as we go. I would like to minimize casualties, and there are some other, you know, wants and desires there, but if we can do those two things and then scuttle the ship over the edge, everything else will work itself out. A lot of hope there. But... That's right. all I can have at this point. The alternative is too horrifying to consider. Hope the gnomes have some solid ideas, like you said, so... Okay, alternative alternative fact, why don't we just give the ship to the gnomes? <laughs> like the Valor um, of Jux? Hand the whole thing over? Yeah, why not? Operate on the elementals, though? That, I mean, they, yeah, can, they can gnomify it, right? Like They can have it be powered by... Um... Are they going to get it off the continent immediately? See, that's they that's what's really interesting to me, is Maybe the they... gnomes offered like alternative <clears throat> power sources to Jux as part of the like negotiations, right? Mm -hmm. So something makes me think that whatever the elementals are doing in there is not only like power-wise critical, but I bet they've been weaponized in some way that is not as easily reproducible. Yeah, I mean, yeah we can just power it with that one crazy gnome that can like just Put Erky Bafflestone on the hamster yeah. wheel. Uh -huh. That's right. Just thousands of him. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how fast the no. hamster wheel could go if you had a thousand hamsters on it at once. Yeah. I don't know what kind um, of power a gnomish probably. differential portal engine puts out, but I'm suspecting that an elder air elemental is probably a couple orders of magnitude more spicy. But uh, I'm sure they will have lots more to tell us when the time comes indeed yes but we have to get there first and in order to do that we need to we have to get desmond yeah you have to collect your captain and, and deal do. with the children deal with the children yeah i guess that is also a thing that you have to worry about hey Falrock, is there going to be a place for me to land this thing or what's the plan here I don't know what the Abbey looks like. Oh, no, we're not going to the we're Abbey. We're not going to the Abbey. Yeah, oh. and we've, we've been at the Abbey before. That's like a whole bunch oh. of floating platforms stapled right. together. You just eat um, us. 
Yeah. But this is uh, on the shores. So, yeah, oh, there will okay, be a place cool. to park. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. Then, yeah, I we fly there. You fly there. Off you go. Mm. Yeah. You you arrive, assuming that nobody has any other interjections or things that they, they wish to do on the way. <laughs> Splendid. There you are. And and Desmond's ship is uh well no. Desmond didn't take the ship. Um Desmond is sitting out Desmond, what are you doing? What are you doing uh when the Teliferous appears in the skies over this temple? Did we lose Desmond? No, you didn't. Okay. No, I'm showing my crew how to properly uh do their jobs, like Somebody's in the crow's nest, somebody's on the splanch, and I've got somebody swabbing the poop deck while I'm keeping track of everybody. Show them what to do. Why is there an entire poop deck? Yeah. Why not? It's, it's, it's the most important part of the ship. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta swab it. You gotta keep it clean. I only got like six of them, so they're having to pull triple duty. Yeah. It's a good thing you guys are gonna show up. <sighs> gotta be so clean that Desmond can eat off it because he does <laughs> you don't want me to get cholera do you that's yep that's exactly right wow. mm. oh. every day the captain takes his biscuits on the poop just <laughs> scatters them out and just rubs his face across the floor hoovering them up oh I hate it I hate it so much <laughs> Snail trail. Not a single <laughs> problem. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I've managed to get into like a feud with two, like at least one, if not two, pirate factions by now. Of course. course You've yeah, only been gone for like two days. Yeah, doesn't matter. It works fast. Incredible. Look, if you just drop a 13th level cleric of Aquila out in the middle of the Eversea, he's gonna <laughs> piss off some pirates. Like, can't be that hard. <sighs> yeah, so, there's there's your captain. There he mm. is. I touch the tree ship down with just enough force to give a nice little thud. And, uh, lean out the window, waving and hooting and hollering. Is there like a proper ship in the bay, or is this like a modified dinghy? What's the what's the layout here? What are you on? Yeah, I'm like on like like on this huge galleon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, was it double or triple masted? I, can't I have so many questions. Oh my god! It's a ship in a bottle. You have like oh, it's that ship. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. You have eight children running it. Yeah. yeah, I do. Half a dozen <laughs> children and Desmond running this three master. Because he needs help, not because, yeah. not because he wants I, it. I bet oh, it's like that's the same reason we're getting Desmond back on the crew. It's magically propelled. It's magically right. delicious. And the kids are just filling roles. Well, some you know, it takes a lot of work to hoist the mainsail and etc. Yeah, yeah I remember I'm an old man. man. 50 pounds. No, you're, you're young. You get yetified. <laughs> I'm an old man. Yeah. 
at heart. He's an old I'm, man I'm for a JRPG. Asking in UV radiation for to get my wrinkles back. <laughs> <laughs> He's just all of these orphans are running around doing all of these things, and Desmond's just in a tanning bed. Yeah. <laughs> He's bronze. <laughs> yep. How did trying to he reach leather? Blue. How did he yeah. get bronze? He's like, teal. Yeah. <laughs> He's teal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Pack it in, Captain. We got places to be. Does the Captain pack it in? And I we will, another, um, in, we have in another proper, ship to attack. In proper <laughs> Peter Pan style, I'll fly around the sails a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to request permission to, to enter a captain's ship. What are you and doing? I, he didn't I land on the mast and I say, oh. I ask permission from no man. I'm going to be I, young forever. I just, <laughs> pop in, I just pop in through a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how maritime duties are. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond, didn't you miss us? <laughs> <laughs> no. I've changed my mind. I'm not coming with. I'm going to be grumpy forever now. If you're going to be young forever, I'm going to be grumpy. That Great. seems like a fair deal, actually. Deal. Um, yeah. I never thought I would say this, but you're a better captain than Fall Rock is. Please come back. <laughs> what? Oh, damn. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. What did I do? No offense. It's not what you did, need, it's what we, you didn't do. We need what the recklessness of Captain Desmond. Think about how much you could have gotten here. You. you could have gotten here in a day if you hadn't put a speed limiter on the ship. <laughs> yes. I put a speed limiter at eighty percent. We need a maverick. Oh. Somebody who doesn't care about the rules. No but not a pirate, you know, not that far. If we need a duck stand hammer, do you think Fall Rock's gonna authorize it? I hand Terradrex my spyglass. Do you see that ship about two clicks southwest of our position? <coughs> the one that has the guy whistling that off-tune rendition of what to do with the drunken sailor? Do you see how how uh, heavy they are in the water? Yeah. It, it sounds like someone just knocked over a glass of water. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, they're, they're completely covered in booty, and do you want to see how... The original Brineswell maneuver was conducted. Desmond, I want that more than anything. I am terrified right now. <laughs> Alright, but it's going to take both of us. I need a tailwind. The best one you can give me. I, and I, I cross my arms and I look up at the ship and I say, Can your ship take the best I can give? Oh, I don't know. Oh can boy. you give... <laughs> <laughs> Full sail, boys. I at least get the kids off the ship before we <laughs> no, do this. No, this, this is what they've been training for. I start right, handing good. out fake mustaches and hats to the orphans, and I say, today you become men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Baptized in the majesty of the storm. Uh, Desmond, do we... How long is this going to take? Because we, we do have a prior obligation in Jux with the uh, <clears throat> Valor-related yeah. activities. I... We do? Yes. Yes, we do. I thought I thought you just were coming out to get me. Yeah, to go do that. And then we're going to come back here and finish up whatever this is. Oh. Is, no. that, is that okay? How time-sensitive uh... is this? Because... 
we really gotta get going. We've already right. lost like four days with your malarkey. We have to promise to come back to squash the pirates. On my honor as myself, I promise. Uh, all right. <laughs> love and to. then can we can is we no, um is it no quarter? <laughs> is there definitely <laughs> Leyland, you don't have to sound so excited. <laughs> it's definitely no manners. You, it's going to be a uh, all-you-can-eat buffet. I promise. You don't have to bring money. <laughs> oh my god! But can we? Um, what's it called when you like um, drive your ride your you fly your airplane really close to the tower? You buzz them. Oh, buzz the tower. Can we? Can we buzz them on the way out? <laughs> yes. Sure. Okay. All right, kids. You realize it would be it would be trivial to vaporize this ship with Teliferous, right? Like, yes. And you lose all the booty. Wanna... Yeah, but <laughs> consider the benefits of being somebody who can literally dive to the bottom of the Eversea to retrieve it at will. This is true. Ooh. At Ooh. will, that takes a lot of time. That's not the kind of reputation I want. I, you know what? That's what if fair. it's water soluble booty? <laughs> oh no! I mean, what if there's beer? Do we want to just run up the flag and be like, Avast, hand it over, or we blast ya? Well, that's something we're gonna have to... We're gonna have to crowdsource. Okay, because... we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. Look, I, when we fly by, we buzz them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shove, like, uh... I'm gonna shove a stick from the tree ship into the side of their ship, just embedded in there. <laughs> so we can track, We can track this later. I love it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. No, um, we need to we need to get my crew on onto the on board. Yeah. Sure. Uh, let down, let down I'm a sure the dwarves will be thrilled to babysit some orphans. As part Look, of their... we don't have child labor laws. They're gonna they are going to enjoy these children being around. <laughs> we don't have child labor laws. We don't. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll just be the one to say it. Are we bringing orphans into active air combat against the valor of Jux? Hey, in Alabama or Arkansas, it's completely legal, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Aren't we invading the ship? Are we actually, like, we're going to be an air battle? I don't know, but it it's possible be. that we may be fired upon. I don't think it should be an air battle. I right. really don't think that we're going to get fired upon. <laughs> not if but I, not if I has... do the Brinesville maneuver right. I'm Let's talking about the power of Jux, not about the pirate ship. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. yeah. Let's meet up with the gnomes and see <laughs> what plan they have. We all pile on to the deliverers, <laughs> including the orphans. As you... I, grab a, I grab a branch from the tree ship and get it ready. Start, start sharpening it down. Start uh, whittling. As you bring the orphans onto Teliferous, you can see Basil and Ivy looking at you through their cottage window, and they're, it's like they're glaring daggers at you. <laughs> I just wave. I just yell up, Desmond's back. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Oh I would like to make sure that uh, the the orphans have their bunks assigned, and you know, settlement, make sure they've got food. Yep. Welcome them aboard. Tell them um, about the bees so they don't get scared. Yes, I, I will. I'll do one of the, the demonstrations. Like <laughs> tell I hold the bees out my about hand. them so they don't get stung. They've been killed. Do we need grab... to do like we have an onboarding process, don't yeah. we? Like I yeah, grab the bee, 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 bee clearance. <laughs> like, here's a pamphlet. So these are fine. 
it's you have you have like an orientation session, but it's designed for dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We probably need to uh, relook at our hiring policies because right now they are very slated towards dwarven culture, and I think maybe that's uh, what? exclusionary. Hang on, because so far, well, no, I can't even say dwarves are the ones we can trust because we definitely got betrayed. So yeah, no, you're right. We should. <laughs> we let's let's start looking for an HR person. Um, yeah. And by that I mean a hireling resources. Hireling resources. Uh, manager. <laughs> I, I think it's hatchling resources. Uh, well, that's. I, I mean, mean they're. That's different. That's an entirely different HRs. department. Yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely sounds like a true church front right there. <laughs> so. Oh, they they have a hatchling resources department. Yeah. For okay. sure. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're gonna show up not... to the uh, the final battle and we're gonna be like, and here's your two years of back wages for all of the work you've been doing. We're like, oh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> we're we're on. We work for you. <laughs> go on. Past the last save point, and you can't go back and spend. Spe it, yeah, there's so. no shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to wait. The only other thing is, plus. I need to ask Terra Jux about where the best places to have soup are in in Jux. Oh, I have so many. Have you ever been to Ricky's? Oh, you're gonna love Ricky's. You ever been okay. to Soupies? You're gonna love Soupies. Um, what about like where you could get soup for free? The uh, a soup, a soup kitchen? Are you looking? For... I yeah. There's some soup kitchen. Desmond, I can lend you money. I don't need money. I need I need free soup. Okay. I don't. It's for a spell. You remember old Desmond, right? He went in and just complained <laughs> at his own temple until they oh, shooed him yeah. away with a bunch of money. Oh, so. that was awesome. <laughs> oh, so you guys will come get free soup with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we take off, and I, I push the throttles all the way up to 145%, and yeah. we buzz that yeah. ship so close that the the sail on top snaps off when yeah, it's caught in a root. The, the crow's nest um, is now attached to a root. I'd be sure to exit the vehicle well before passing the uh -huh. ship and fly low. They're focused on the tree ship. Stab a bit of the branching in between. Uh, wedge them into a couple of the um, planks on the on the starboard side of the ship, mm -hmm. and uh, and fly back up to the tree ship. I'm like waving. Hey, wait up! <laughs> I I don't. Do you not hear me? Listen. <laughs> Terajex has his earbuds in, and he's listening to <laughs> a a synth electronica version of Ride of the Valkyries. <laughs> <laughs> Lo-fi hip hop chill beats to destroy the Valor Jux too. <laughs> <laughs> How many feet per second does the... Does the does it's, the it is faster than you can fly. Okay, I, but I will yes, as, an, as an Eric Cochran, sure. But as something else? What? Peregrine Falcon. Farad <laughs> goes and, and taps Chair Jucks on the shoulder and says, you're leaving, Chad. I, I back the throttle off to 135. Uh, it's you're pulling away from you slightly slower than it was before. Is it uh, how many feet per second? One thirty-two point five should be fine. <laughs> I don't know. How I, many... I, Captain, and I, I back it off to the instructed throttle. 
it is exactly as fast as Ched. <laughs> <sighs> okay, then I'm going to sprint fly? <laughs> yeah, sure. When you when you get back to Teliferous, you've acquired a level of exhaustion. No! I'll just I'll just wild shape a new Nera elemental like I We're not we're not fighting the no, Jaxian army we, today, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I just wild shape in, in an air elemental with a flight speed of like twice mine. Uh-huh. And catch up. Splendid. And then I go I go straight I go straight to the deck. <laughs> uh and I just create a whirlwind a whirlwind around Terra Jux and try and throw him from the chair. It's very Does easy. Win? Please make Does a DC. <laughs> please make a DC thirteen uh, strength saving throw. All right. Uh, that's an eighteen. All right, you succeed. <laughs> you just make my hair look cooler. <laughs> you f- no, <laughs> you f- you feel as though you've just been given a noogie. Ah. By the wind itself. Yes. Chad, I knew you could do it. And he he holds up a a. A windy hand and waves it back and forth. Right, it's more of a you're, finger. You're like fine. Tisk tisk. Okay, the Teliferous is on its way to the coordinates listed yeah. by uh, your your beeper. Um, this will require some careful maneuvering to get to where you're going without alerting the Valor. Unless you're planning on going out and around the continent entirely, you are going to cross over the majority of Jux on your way there. Um, would the cloud camouflage give us any kind of benefits here? Uh, probably some. Probably okay. some. Um, but maybe Maybe there's a compromise route where instead of going all the way out and around, we kind of skirt the Marble Mountains and then cut in at whatever point is... Like, so right now, the capital of Jux is basically between us and the Rendezvous Point? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think... um, I would prefer to cut up and around the northern edge of the continent rather than risk a direct altercation and play our cards too early. That like, seems so probably. I could, even if that mm-hmm. costs us like an extra day of travel, I will. No, it's better to have the yeah. as much element of surprise as we can get. I could prepare so... Mirage Arcane as well, which is Ooh. which affects a mm. one mile area, miles one square mile area. Um, I assume really cool. I could make any terrain look like air. Like if you wanted to make uh, a plane open up into a, a, a giant valley uh, that's empty yeah, space. Yeah, no, no, right? I, I would 100% allow that. My, the question that I run into is, does it move with whatever you cast it on? Or would it only I'd, cover the one mile area yeah. above the... It says I'm. you make terrain in an area up to one up square to one mile. mile square. Well, yes. <clears throat> okay. It's still really useful, though, because we could make the air surrounding the Valor of Jux into, like, a thunderstorm or something to, like, mask our approach. Mm-hmm. That's a cool idea. Uh, uh, the spell doesn't prepared. disguise, conceal, or add creatures. So That's... they might 
A whole bunch of dwarves zipping through the atmosphere. <laughs> Wonder Woman on her invisible plane. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. Skirt up and around the edge. Take an extra day. Um, I will... I guess, actually, I know the exact position of the Valor of Jux, and I have a pretty good idea from my background as far as, like, how far away you can get visual sighting at altitude. So, could I maybe, like, cut the difference? So, not go all the way around, but not go directly over Jux and kind of skirt the edge of what I would think would be, like, a safe boundary? Yeah, I think that would be reasonable. I It okay. will require a check. All right, um, yeah. Uh, let's say intelligence piloting. or, yeah, piloting would work. Okay, so, like, a... Is that a uh, intelligence with proficiency, or how are we... Yeah, I think that would be reasonable. Cool. Uh, any bonus, Any benefits conferred from Cloud Camo? Um, sure. You can have you can have double proficiency. Oh, I, my cup I'm runneth over. A wise <laughs> and generous dungeon master. Yeah, um, that is going to be a nineteen. Yeah, that's uh, sorry. A total of twenty. That should be sufficient. Um, yeah. So you you manage to plot a course that kind of weaves between major settlements. Um, you're going to be going over some farmland and such, but it, it's that, or you go out of the country and entirely. Yeah. But yeah, you're able to plot a course that you think will keep you um, out of the sights of your nemesis. Okay. My white whale. Uh huh. Ooh, I've been sharpening my harpoon. Yeah, I, I meet up at the location. I don't know if this is like off the continent or where exactly, but I, I try to get there. And if it is on the continent, land teliferous in an area that's slightly less conspicuous. This is just uh, Slicer's location. This isn't where the whole like they, it seemed like they're moving the whole city. Hopstonopolis right? is at close range to the continent right now, but yeah. I don't think it's Hopstonopolis. Hopstonopolis is about a day off the edge of the continent, um, like directly directly north of where the coordinates are taking you. Uh, so yeah, you you f make your way in that general direction, and you bring Teliferous uh, to kind of where the coordinates specify, and you see that there is a, a wide grassy field with nothing whatsoever uh, remarkable about it um, Ooh, beneath illusions, you. I bet. Okay. Um, I will land the ship in, I guess, oh. the middle of the field. Unless, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I would like to leave the ship up at altitude in the clouds, and I think we should prepare an away team. We should scout ahead, yeah. yeah. Um, I I was just going to throw myself off the side, Shed. Uh, Can do the you same. And I, uh, yeah. I could feather fall other people if we need to, but I'm thinking just... We're thinking about sneaky people, if that's what we're looking for. I, I'll go. But... Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because you can just blip. Blip. Yeah. That's, that's or at least, or I could just, I could just find a shadow, hide in the shadow, make sure everything's good while you all are are meeting and kind of, you know. I think let's do this in two groups. Uh, Chet and I will skydive down very obviously, like we're there to meet. And then Leyland lurks in the shadows on the side as like a secondary layer of presence. Oh, he, he can support either one of you if he needs to. Got yeah, it. exactly. Okay. Uh, Ched, I, I offer my hand. Would you have this dance with me? And I make a very um, formal Juxian bow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then look up with a winning smile. Oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, we... we jump off the edge of Teliceris and have a, a little sky waltz. <laughs> and it's more of like, it's it's more of a death fall. It's more of yeah. like, a, we're just zooming like two rocks to the, <laughs> the surface of the planet. Arms straight at the side, head <laughs> down. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you, you dive. Uh, dive, dive, dive down into this field uh, beneath. And once you get about 30 feet above ground level, everything shimmers and shifts, and suddenly you are hurtling at speed into uh, a gnomish tent. I I stop if I can, otherwise I just plow into this tent. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I would have maybe been slowing down for a swoop at roughly that altitude, so I... Yeah. I, here's, actually here's my... To... Can both of you make dexterity checks for me? Sure. Yeah. Would this be a saving throw? <laughs> no, it's not a saving throw. Alright, that's only a 10. <laughs> I'm not very dexterous. <laughs> I didn't have my dice out. Dan, what is it with you people? We're here to play Dungeons Dragons. <laughs> they're out, but they're what not. What do like, you mean, you people? There's like a whole I've you got a people of dice players. In, okay, yeah, I have I a. I just had a handful of dice in the bottom of my dice tower. I need to take everything out, but the d20 and then drop it in. I'm gonna start uh, calling a, for random rolls for no reason now, just to 14. make sure you have them. Um, I, I have dice. Make sure you have them out and ready to roll. Fourteen. Ched, you pull up out of the dive and are able to skim over uh, the tops of several gnomish tents. Uh, Terajux, you are less successful and plow... Th- like, you, you translate your vertical velocity to horizontal velocity, but at a level where you're, you plow through, like, four or five tenths before you're able to pull up. It's like Aladdin at the end of his first song falling through a bunch of... (laughs) Yeah. Um, You, after taking a moment to gain your bearings and uh, look around, you see that this entire field has been turned into what appears to be a gnomish war camp complete with what structures that look like hangers and i think that's where we're going to stop for this episode um so 
I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on any podcast hosting platform of your choice. We're on we're on basically all of them, uh, as you probably know at this point. But tell your friends, leave a review, let them know that they've only got like 205 episodes to listen to. It's real easy. Um <laughs> Yeah. Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures today were Daniel, who rolled dice playing Chet Fleek. Cahal playing Captain Desmond. I'm Zach and I'm no longer playing Captain Falrock because apparently I was bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt and I play Layla. Waffle, playing the Herald of the Coming Storm. Thanks for joining us. Bam, bam, bam.